Nadine was very sad as she inserted the key in the lock. She didn't want to go inside the old house, but she had no choice. Aunt Molly was at peace now, and as her only living relative, it fell to her to sort through Aunt Molly's personal belongings and carry out the terms of the will, as well as all the little notes Aunt Molly left for her to follow. Her great-aunt Molly had lived a very long life, and Nadine knew it was going to take all of her accumulated vacation and personal leave from the last three years to clean out the house and ready it to be put on the market. Nadine knew that Aunt Molly had wanted her to live in the house and keep it in the family, as it had been for the last two hundred years, ever since it was built by Aunt Molly's grandfather, Abraham Nelson. But Nadine's life was in Manhattan now, and the idea of coming home to the small town to live didn't really appeal to her. She said a small prayer and hoped that her sweet aunt understood. Nadine slowly opened the door and stepped inside the house. It was so quiet, and tears welled in her large brown eyes. One of the things she loved best was how Aunt Molly always came running as fast as her legs would carry her to greet her favorite great-niece each and every time she came home, whether it was from school, college, or from her job in the city. Nadine missed that, and she missed Aunt Molly's serene smile and the hugs and words of comfort she gave so spontaneously. This house was always filled with love, and now it was just an empty, quiet shell. Nadine carried her suitcases upstairs to her bedroom and decided she would unpack later. Aunt Molly always insisted that they share a cup of tea when she arrived, and for some reason Nadine felt a pressing need to go to the kitchen and put the teapot on the old gas stove. How many times had Aunt Molly filled this very same kettle from the kitchen faucet while chatting with her and making her feel as if she were home? The kitchen just didn't seem the same without Molly's laughter. Nadine poured the hot water over the tea bag and let it steep as she carried her cup upstairs. She would tend to what she could handle first, unpacking her bags. Nadine unlocked her suitcase and then pulled open a drawer in which to place her panties and bras. To her surprise, the drawer contained a lot of books. There was a white envelope lying on top with Nadine written in her aunt's flowing style. Nadine was a bit stunned to realize that this was probably the first place her aunt knew she would look when she came home, and confirmed that her aunt realized her time was near. Nadine took the envelope and sat on the bed to open it with shaking fingers. My dearest Deanie, please smile right now and no more tears. I am on the other side with God and with others I have loved throughout my life. I want you to be happy for me, okay? As you go through my things, you will find many notes. There are many treasures for you, of course, starting with my journals in your drawer. They are very personal, my dear, and a hundred percent true. As you well know, I do not believe in lying to anyone, but most especially to oneself. I trust you will read through them with my blessing. I would like to share my life with you, who are my most cherished treasure in this world. Do not be sad for me, Deanie. I have lived and loved with all my heart, and I wish you the same kind of love. Do not be fooled into thinking your career can make you happy. When you are old and alone as I have been for the last twenty-five years, it will not be memories of work that will warm your heart. 
It will be the cherished memories of those you have loved and who have loved you in return that will keep you company. I love you, Dini. You are the granddaughter I never had, and I will carry you in my heart and soul always. I will see you again on the other side, but until then, fill your heart with love, child. Love and blessings, Aunt Molly. Nadine swiped at the tears running freely down her cheeks. Trust Aunt Molly to know exactly what she needed to hear to make her feel better. She said another prayer for her aunt, and then put a smile on her face as she removed the journals from the drawer. Aunt Molly used post-it notes on each volume to number them. Nadine carefully put them in order on the nightstand beside her bed and decided she would begin reading later that day. She unpacked her suitcase, wondering each time she opened a drawer if she would find something else tucked away. And she did, more often than not.